Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name's Jodie. How you doing, Joe? I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we've been, uh, we've kind of sparked our healthier side of late, haven't we? Yes, so I feel pretty good. Me too. I feel, I feel pretty good. much improved. Yeah, like a better to, version of yourself. Yeah, I think so. And for the first time in a long while, I'm actually enjoying working out too. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I just, um, you know, you know, when you start doing a workout workout program, it it feels like it takes a few weeks to feel like you really want to keep doing it. Yeah. I haven't had that. Literally from the second time, first or second time, I was like, yeah, this is this feels good. I'm enjoying it. You know what it. that is, Jack? Cool. There's an actual name for this. <laughs> It's called muscle memory. <laughs> I thought you were going to say motivation or something like that. No, no, no. It's muscle memory. Muscle memory. So all those muscles that were engaged Excuse before. me. My belly just rumbled, if you heard that. I didn't hear that. It's digesting the sweet potato that we just ate. The awful sweet potato we just ate. <sighs> Is there a good way to cook sweet potato? I don't know. I'm increasingly feeling like I don't like them. I don't like them either. I've They're, decided. Um, They're too sweet. The ones we had just, it was like eating a big cake rock of sugar, basically. Yeah, it was like a cake. It was crunchy too. It had been in there for like an hour and 20 minutes and it came out and it was crunchy. I think you can overcook them though. But like parts were soft, but it was weird. It was like the some of the inside parts were um, soft and some of the outer parts were hot. It, just, it was totally, it was a bad potato. Yeah. No, it actually was a bad potato. It had mould on it. It did. And you still fed it me. I cut the ends off. That's where the mould was started. No, it was started. still attached. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I just had to avoid it, Look, eat round it. It's penicillin. It's good for you. Have you ever, have you ever like, has someone ever said that to you when you were a kid? Like, oh, eat round it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just don't eat that bit. Eat round it. <laughs> or like, like uncooked meat. Just eat, eat round it. It's fine. <laughs> just eat the... Outside. <laughs> Eat the cooked parts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Has anyone ever said that to you? <laughs> almost, or most like, definitely. Or say, yeah. like, you've got, like, you know, a dinner and then there's there's broccoli. It's like, oh, I don't want the broccoli. Oh, eat round it. <laughs> You're moaning. <laughs> eat round it, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, like, just don't put me in it. So eat round it. You like it. <laughs> you like it. <laughs> Just try a bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, everything else tastes like the thing that you don't like. Mm. What's the, like, thing that, like, your parents or family members would mm. say to you to get you to eat your food? Um, <laughs> my my mum, she would always, <laughs> if I was, usually if I hadn't quite finished the, the food or there was mm. a bit left, she'd be like, what's wrong with it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's no, wrong with she it? still does that now. <laughs> no. What's wrong with it? Like, you know, there wasn't always something wrong. In fact, there very rarely was. But there was, um, like, leaving some, I think, to her. She was like, oh, there's something wrong with the but food. But you say that, but I think I've said that to you before. I think it's a... I think people just say it. Yeah. Like, if you if they've seen that you're, you've left something that they yeah. prepared for you, it's kind of like, well, why haven't you eaten that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's, you get offended by it. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I've, I think I said it to you, like, a couple of days ago. I was like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> what have you left that? <laughs> or like you said you it to me. You ate the rest, what's wrong? <laughs> you know when I ate the pizza and I left the crust? Yeah. You're like, what's wrong with it? You, you oh, said yeah. that to me the other day. See, 
massive hypocrite funny. over here. That's pretty funny. Well, what about you? What about your family? Um, Were you talking specifically about food? No, I'll tell you what I was talking about. So my mum used to say, um, like, eat the crusts because it'll make your hair curly. Where does that come from? I hate that. What a lie. It is a lot. Like, it's awful. It's not, it's not even remotely true. No? Eat the eat your sandwich crust because it'll make your hair curly. What if you don't want curly hair? Well, this is the thing, right? So my brother's got very, very curly hair mm. and he'd never liked it. So my mum used to say it'll make your hair straight. Ah, uh, like a, a, a twist in the tail. Yes, but <laughs> I had curly hair and I quite liked curly hair. So she'd say to me, oh, it'll make your hair curly. And my brother... He, they would say, oh, it'll make your hair straight. Mm. <laughs> and, and then, and, but he, the thing is, as a child, they think children are stupid. I know. So he's eating this. Every day of his life, he's eating the crust of his sandwich. He's like, my hair is not straight. Why would you disappoint your child like that? <laughs> After 20 years, it's like, it's never going to be straight. The only way you can get your hair straight is a perm. <laughs> and even then, it'll look a bit weird, won't it? Well, having a perm as a kid. How many kids had perms? It was always old women who had perms. No, I just mean in general. Like, I think a curly perm on on older women, like that's the style, isn't it? Mm. But if I think if you have a a straight perm, I've heard they're terrible for your hair. You can have a straight perm. Yeah, you can perm your hair straight. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, think I it thought it was. Just, I thought it was just meant it was curly. That's what a perm was. No. Wow. No, you can have a straight perm. Well. Live and learn. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think that uh, I don't even know. I think uh, apparently it just doesn't look very good, or it just doesn't. Have you ever had a perm? No. <laughs> no. But I think I think it's very difficult to get your natural hair back once you've done a it. Perm. Yeah. Uh, Do you think I need a perm, Jack? No. I have naturally quite curly hair. You've got a nice wave to your hair. I wouldn't say it's outrageous. It's just like a... When I was younger, it was. Oh, right. It was really curly. Right. I don't know if it's that I spent years straightening it or something. My hair is extremely straight, like shockingly straight. How would you feel if you had curly hair? Would you know what to do with it? No, not a clue. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy that I've got straight hair. I, I just don't... Um, I, I don't know. I think you have to have... You know when you've got really curly hair, I think mm. you have to have a very particular kind of hairstyle. You either have to have it very short so it doesn't really expose many of the curls or you have to really make a thing of it. Mm. I don't you have think... to take care of your hair if you have curls. Yeah. Not right. that you don't if your hair's straight. Like it gets more tangled. Yeah, and like you can manipulate your curls mm. to be to look different depending on what product you've got on them. <laughs> manipulate your curls. <laughs> manipulate your curls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what was I going to say then? Oh, yeah, like, girls tend to love boys with curly hair. They're like, oh, it's so cute, like, curly hair. But boys tend to not like having curly hair. Right. Like, my brother hated it. But, I mean, it's a, it's very it's very fashionable. It is fashionable. It's quite unique as well. Yeah. But if you don't fall in that type of fashion, like, trendy or whatever, then it would probably really bug you if you wanted, like, straight hair but you had curly hair. I suppose so. But you always want what you don't have, right? That's true. That's true. So what were the other things our parents would say? Carrots make your eyes glow in the dark. No, make you love to see <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> Mama can't sleep, my eyes are glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've had too many carrots, that's the problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> glow in the dark. Yeah. See in the dark. See in the dark. It it came from the wall, that's that why did. rabbits ate them. Really? Yeah. 
How do you know that? It was um, RAF pilots <laughs> had um, difficulty seeing their targets when they were aiming for sites as they were flying over, like bombing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think this myth kind of trickled down to encourage um, kids and stuff to eat carrots. And there was a big drive of like the, the home garden stuff to plant extra carrots and, you know, make everyone healthier. But it became this sort of myth that if you ate carrots, you're, um, you would have better vision. Is that true? Yeah. But they didn't tell that to the fighter pilots, did they? Because that's a bit stupid if they believed that. I I don't remember exactly if they told the fighter pilots. I don't imagine they did. I think it was more just like a, you know. <laughs> I can't see. Have a carrot. That's where it came from anyway. The idea was that they, the RF would see the see the Luftwaffe better. Apparently, if you eat a lot of carrots, your skin will go orange. Could that feasibly be true? I think somebody tried it. Cause I don't know if it was an April Fool's joke, but I've definitely seen somebody orange because of eating too many carrots. I mean, how many carrots would you need to eat to turn orange? I think just like all day, every day, until you start turning orange. What's that thing that you... There is something that you can start eating and it does turn your skin a funny colour. Um, it's actually shrimp. Have you just pulled that out of the air? Or you... No, flamingos <laughs> Flamingos <laughs> eat shrimp and that's why they're pink. They're not actually pink. Oh, I remember that now. Off a, some kind of David Attenborough thing. Yeah. Fascinating. I think that's why they're so pale in, you know, Dudley Zoo. Mm. <laughs> you know Dudley Zoo? You know Dudley Zoo. <laughs> or like, you, you know, your standard zoo. Yeah. They're always like a pastel pink. Okay, you mean they're not as... They're not bright. Like a fl- vibrant like When pink. have you ever seen a fluorescent pink flamingo other than on, like, TV? That's true. They do always have a bit of, like, a, a pallid... Shoot. Maybe they just shove the colour saturation up on TV. And well, they think no one's ever going to see one in real life. Like so in we'll... the editing room, they're like, pink! Yeah. <laughs> or just, red, whatever it is. shove that hue to max 100. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do, like, just to prove their point. It's like orangutans. They're not really orange. Wasn't it you just saying that word? There was a weird pronunciation of that word that we heard on a, a David Attenborough thing recently. He didn't oh, say yeah. orangutan. He no, said he something. didn't say orangutan. Ar- Let me see if I can find how, it. How else could you say orangutan? It was like orangu... I don't know. Orangutuan. Orangutuan. He said it how it's supposed to be said, I believe. The proper way. I do like uh, Mr. Mr. Attenborough. Jack, if if you didn't like him, then who are you? I reckon somewhere. What kind of person doesn't like there David is a Attenborough? there is a soul exists who doesn't like David Attenborough. Okay, here it is. They're in a minority. Orangutan. That's just the orangutan. That's just the way we say it. You might think that this orangutan is orangutan. Do you hear it? Think that this orangutan is uh, to an orangutan, a special group of orangs who that was a compilation of David Attenborough <laughs> saying orangutan. <laughs> orangutan. Orangutan. No, he doesn't even say oong. Listen. You might think that this orangutan is close to an orangutan. Special orangutan. orangutan. That last one is very special. Orangutan. orangutan. It's, like it, it's like he just doesn't, he's not even bothered about saying the first bit. Anyway, we've established that there are many ways to say orangutan. <laughs> I don't, he didn't even say gung. It was weird. Orangutan. It's like he just he just like like he rolled some marbles around his mouth with the first part of the word. Orangutan. Orangutan. That was fun. Oh, speaking of marbles, I saw this funny um, 
TikTok. It's really old, actually. Mm. Um, I was watching a Jenna, Jenna Marbles react to her favorite TikTok videos. And this guy, <laughs> he was sitting on a toilet and he just turned this bag of marbles upside down. He was like, oh, no, me marbles, like that or whatever. Right. And then the guy next to him was like, oh, you play marbles too? And he was like, yeah, do you want a game? And he was like, okay. So he started putting the marbles between the two toilet stalls. What? And they were both sitting on the toilet. Playing marbles? In the toilet stall, yeah. And then someone <laughs> from the outside was like, mate, there's people waiting here. <laughs> I think he was like, can I play? I'm saying mate, like the, I think they were American actually. Were they? What did they, what did they call you in America? Bud, not bird. Pal. Dude. 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 There's people waiting. Oh, okay. What else could you play on the toilet? What the games could you play? Well, anything really, because you're just sitting down. Any game that you're sitting down. Chess. Have you ever seen those signs in Japanese toilets where they they display ways that you should not sit on the toilet? Yes. Like, do not. Put your feet upon the seat. Mm. <laughs> oh, What's the other one? Oh, sit on the seat backwards. Yeah. Like with your legs facing towards. I always think that's a very good idea, actually. Yeah. I might try it one day, see what happens. Well, one of our friends actually told me that the whole time she was using, you know, the toilets that are like in the floor mm. in Japan. Yeah. The whole time she was using that, she was using it backwards. Oh, me too. You too? Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, so there's there's like... I'll explain them a minute. Go on. So the toilets that are in the ground, there's quite a lot of them, squatting toilets, whatever you want to call them, in Japan. There's like... It's like a bidet, isn't it? But in the floor. Yeah. But there's like a sort of guard at the back. So okay. when you squat, that, you know, you don't wee outside of the hole in the ground you it like goes into the shield at the back yeah i hope i'm describing this well because i'm i'm doing lots of hand gestures so jack <laughs> understands me but i don't know how this is going to come across on <laughs> just my voice but basically there's like a shield so obviously you know i'm going to face towards the shield so it goes in there but if you face the other way there's no shield there so how did you not know that you would just spray up the wall or something um, well, I just relied on the strength of my bowels to not, not <laughs> like... you going to say gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Go down. <laughs> Go just... down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> not on the wall. Like, I think if I, had, if I had a bit of a, you know, dodgy stomach going on, I'm not sure I'd risk it then. But generally, you know, when everything was fine. Um, I've never th- done a number two in that. This is the problem, right? It's a bit weird. So my logic was... The the way that you're supposed to sit on them is um, the the toilet roll was always behind you, and mm. the and the flush was behind you as well because that's connected to the top of the, of the shield. So I'm like, if I want to, you know, wipe my bottom, I don't want to have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm squatting anyway, which is hard enough as it is for long, prolonged periods of time. I don't want to have to turn round to my right side to like have to. You know, unwind toilet it's roll. It's not behind you. It if is. If you face the right way, it's in front of you. Which way is the correct way? If I'm facing the toilet roll, the toilet roll is always on the back wall. It's not always. I've never experienced one of those toilets that hasn't been behind me. 
So there's a little like shield that comes up. Okay, is your bottom supposed to be facing that or not? There's a flusher there. Yeah. So your your body is supposed to face that. Your bottom is the other way. Oh, I'm using it right then. (laughs) 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 That's the correct way. So funny. I thought you said the other way. No, was... you face towards the shield. Oh, okay. You wee into the shield. I was going to say, but what the lunatic would like, face the other way? The hole is like behind you. I was very confused then. <laughs> so the shield is just so, in case like you, it's, it's a bad day. It, put, it stops it sort of just going everywhere. Why are you pointing behind you? The shield's in front of you. Hold on. We're getting confused here, Joe. The shield's in front of you. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So the the, the flushy toilet, flushy handle, <laughs> yes, is attached to the shield bit. Yeah. So you can just flush it there, as you're standing up, and the toilet rolls like over here somewhere. You can reach it. You so don't you're... have to reach behind you. I I didn't say that. No, I said the shield is behind you. No. I know it's not right, behind me, you, is it? No, it's photo. not. I'm sorry, I was confused. I understand now. The shield is oh, in front of you. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's you telling me that I'm doing something wrong and it's, it's not wrong. It's it wasn't me. I said our friend did it. <laughs> so, anyway, our friend uh, uses them the opposite way. This, it's, look, the toilet roll's in front. Yes, you are correct. So you, you stand like this. You, you face the shield and the flush is in front of you as well and the toilet roll. So it's kind of like sitting on a toilet backwards because the flush is in front of you and, and the toilet roll is in front of you as well. Yeah. Like not to the side, it's like in front of you. So really but then... she was sitting on it this way because it kind of looks like a toilet, doesn't it? It does, but you, you think, think about it. Just imagine, let's say if you did have a bad day and you go to the toilet, that could... This could go wrong too, couldn't it really? Well, no, because it's quite long, so you'd have to be really pushed up against it for it to cause any... I think you don't know the havoc that some gentleman can cause in the toilet. <laughs> you mean because there's no shield there? Exactly, yeah, like it could just go... Oh, I think I've How definitely... many public toilets have you been into where there has been literal faeces, like, up the wall? I've I've seen... I've lost count the amount of times I've seen that. <laughs> totally showed me pictures of... Pool. A pool. Um, yeah, Look, how many... see... Yeah, look at that person who's got the legs extended like it's, a, <laughs> like it's a chair you sit on or something like that. It's a little worrying, isn't it? If you've never experienced these squat is, toilets before, it's quite an experience. <laughs> but cute, like confused, confused, squatting and afraid. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to say it's very comfortable. It feels yeah. like it's more. This is the the problem I have with it is, um, you know, when you pull your trousers down. And you're in the squat position. Yeah. My trout, especially in the winter, is a nightmare. You've got so many layers on that it kind of like, it tugs in at your ankles or wherever you drop your, um, what do you call it? Your, your trousers down to it. I can hear a strange sound. Me too. Hello? Sorry, there's um, like a scrapey scrapey outside. What do you call them? Snowplow. Yeah. Snowplow is a... Is it? Is a plow. I don't know what he's plowing. There's no snow left. It's all <laughs> melted. There is quite a bit of snow. It just hasn't snowed for like a week. 
You know, because they get paid quite a lot of money to do this thing. I just mm. imagine them like roaming around looking for little blobs of snow, like, move it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my snow. To be fair, though, they could clean the pavements. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I've realised that they cause a lot of damage. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You know the, the car park at 7-Eleven? How dare they clean the roads? <laughs> no, they do a fabulous job, apart from this one thing. <laughs> Our nearest like, convenience store, which the convenience stores are very popular in Japan because they're very good. Um, <laughs> their most popular one is probably 7-Eleven, wouldn't you say, Joe? Yeah. So we've got a 7-Eleven down the road from us. And um, their car park has turned into An ice a, rink. a golf course, basically. Oh. A giant, full of giant craters. Oh, I thought you were going to say an ice rink. Have you seen it? The it, ice rink, yeah. The ice rink with giant craters in now. Yeah. So, well, why is that? Because of the. Well, I'll tell you. It's okay. happened on all over the road as well, where the um, the plows have gone along because they. I mean, they're pretty much dragging it against the ground, don't they? I guess the gravel. so. They've pulled up loads of the gravel too, so they've got these big bloody like. Holes in the middle of the floor. So have they finally cleaned that car park then? No. Nope. So how has they got holes in it then? It's now just holes filled with ice. It's well, real. It's real bad. They had holes in there before, didn't they? Um, now how do you, what I'm saying is, how do you know that they are the specific cause of those holes? Um, because they're in the road too. Yeah, but how do you know that was them? <laughs> Did you see them? I'm speculating, you know. <laughs> so you're angry to, at them for something that you really don't know. Anyway, we've got some unhappy news. I don't want unhappy news. A raven by the name of Melina hmm. is missing. And this has some serious significance for the entire of the United Kingdom. Why? Because legend has it that when there are less than six ravens in the Tower of London, it's, it spells doom oh. for the entirety of the United Kingdom. Also, the legend goes. So I didn't realise, but the, the Tower of London uh, has a set of ravens that it keeps there at all times. Why? Um, it comes from, I think it was like the 1600s or something. And after after the Great Fire of London, uh, ravens were are obviously scavengers, and they would go and peck at the remains of all these buildings and bodies and God knows what which had been caused as a result of the Great Fire of London. And so people would try and kill them, get rid of them off their properties and you know away from the area. And so one of the few places that they were able to flock to were higher towers. One of them in that area was the Tower of London. And um, there are two different stories. One of the stories is that um, Charles II's royal astronomer, who would gaze at the stars and stuff, mm. he complained to Charles that <laughs> he had flocks of ravens were like flying over his telescope so he couldn't see the stars properly. <laughs> okay. And so he said, we need to get rid of these damn ravens. And Charles said, no, it is very unlucky to kill ravens. Mm. Um, so I'm ordering you to keep six of them at the Tower of London at all times. The other version of the story is that the astronomer was actually the one who was encouraged Charles to do it. Um. You know, so it's just like the roles were reversed. Mm. 
Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but the the origin of like the mythology comes from uh, Celtic mythology. The Welsh word for raven is bran. Wow. Now, in Celtic mythology, there's a character. He was, I think he was a giant, actually, but he was like a, a god giant. And his name was Bran, uh, Bran the Blessed, or mm. Blessed, whichever you call it. And he was mortally wounded in combat by a poison spear. And so he asked his um, like second in, t- in command to cut off his head, as he was dying anyway, and to bury it at the point where the Tower of London now is. What? And it would be um, it would be pointed in the direction of the continent, so basically towards France, so that it would ward off any like foreign invaders that would come in the future. Wow. Ironically, um, following that, King Arthur was supposed to have dug up the head of Bran, saying that it was all nonsense and that they shouldn't place so much hope in the, you know, magic and superstition. Mm. And then the Saxons came along <laughs> and invaded England. <laughs> Wow, and that—that that was the mythology of behind the idea of the his head. Anyway, did they put the head back? <laughs> I mean, they should have done, shouldn't they? <laughs> Quick, throw it back! <laughs> Quick, the we Saxons made a mistake. The Saxons are here. Um, it's funny. Anyway, that's where the origin of the, the the raven being like this mystical kind of you know creature. Well, I didn't know that. Nor me. But so, so now, what's happened then? Okay, so Melina. Um, Lovely name. It, it is not Gwyneth's name, isn't it? Mm. Has been missing for several months. Can I see a picture of Melina? There she is. Oh, she's a beauty. It's a beauty. Um, she's been missing for several months. Now, she would, most of the time, apparently, she would just go out and then come back. Oh, so they let them go free? Well, they just they do the rounds, don't they? But they, they always seem to return back to this oh, spot. I thought you said they were always locked up. I mean... Apparently not, because she would regularly make you know, go about her travel. Um, but she hasn't come back, and so they're now under the belief that she has unfortunately passed away, mm. which is very sad. But this, the, apparently they do have a spare raven. They can put in Melina's place. <laughs> it's quite convenient. <laughs> like when your hamster dies when you're little and they replace it, or like yeah. a goldfish. Exactly, yeah. Like, or a cat. Fishy the second. Like that cat. There's a cat here at the train station, isn't there? Mm. The train station master cat at a little train station called Oshinomaki Onsen. I'd love to know how that came to be. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Like, Since he, when he does a station like, master be granted the title? Uh, could a cat be granted the title of station master? I think master? they just didn't have a lot of... Um, didn't have a lot there. They've got like onsens, but they didn't stand out from any other onsen. Yeah. So, like, if we put a cat at the station, then people will come and see it. Because you can't actually see it unless you get off at the station. That's true. And you can't take photos of it. Although we we did see it one day, luckily. But anyway, apparently that cat has died a couple of times. And they've replaced (laughs) it with an identical cat. (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon it's of the same lineage? Like, they force the cat to have (laughs) Have a baby and then just keep it. You will be the rightful heir to the (laughs) station. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But actually... What I wanted to ask you was, um, this idea of the raven at the Tower of London, you know, uh, is a kind of superstition. 
what superstitions do you abide by or are you fearful of that you kind of follow on a, a regular basis? I mean, I, I am quite superstitious. Aren't That's I? why I asked you because I think you are a good, a good person to query. I am quite superstitious. Yeah. In fact, um, I was in a, a class recently and mm. we did superstitions. We talked about superstitions. Right. And I'd mentioned the things like walking to the ladder and not stepping on cracked pavement and all that kind of thing. And the, the ladies asked me, like, well, do you do that? I was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't walk under the, a ladder. I wouldn't put an umbrella up inside the house. I wouldn't put new shoes on the table and all that kind of thing. So they were laughing at me because they'd not heard of anything like that. <laughs> and they told me about some that they have in Japan. Right. Um, like they put a little statue out after if someone leaves and comes back. They put this little statue. I think it's like a frog or I think it's a bird or something. So they ha- they do have some like little things like that. Hmm. But recently I told them that in 2018, to bring in 2019, we went to the shrine and we wrote on a... I forgot the name of it. Ine? Emu? Eni? I forgot the name of it. Okay, you mean the little wooden plaques that you're on? Yeah. Um, We wrote on that and we hung it up. Yeah. And last year we didn't do it. No, we've forgot him. And we? we haven't been able to see our family this year. So. <laughs> and it so. hasn't been the best year, so it's our fault. <laughs> so it's our fault. <laughs> so then I told, I, I told the ladies about it and um, I said, so this year I, I, went to the, I went to the shrine and um, she said, and they were like, but so many people went to the shrine. Like, it doesn't make a difference that you didn't go yeah, specifically. I'm like... But then they started laughing because they were like, oh, yeah, she's superstitious. Like, <laughs> that's why you went, really, because you couldn't, like, bear the guilt, you know. That's the thing with superstition, though, isn't it? It's like, deep down, you know that there's, like, there's a logical or illogical reason behind why you're doing it. Yeah. But the other part of your brain's like, yeah, but what if this is the one time when I don't do the thing and it just... It goes to chaos. Everything goes to chaos. I mean, I spilled some salt the other day and I went into panic. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> terrible luck. <laughs> and then threw it over my, was it your right shoulder? Oh, I did something. it. Do you remember Yeah, you did. You did literally it. did it the other day, didn't you? But that didn't remind me of Dumb and Dumber, where he... <laughs> oh, yeah. He throws the whole... He gets the whole salt shake and throws, throws it over his right that. shoulder. Yeah. Right into Seabus's head. That's funny. Great film. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, what, what, what do you do? Um. Well... I do all of those things that I just mentioned. You touch wood a lot. I do touch wood a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I touch wood and then I touch my head. Is that a joke? That's a joke, isn't it? Uh, that's not the joke. I think uh, it kind of is a joke, maybe, but... That your head is not wood? I think it's if you can't find wood or you you're not around your wood, you touch your head. But uh... now I just do both because I'm extra superstitious. <laughs> but my brother touches his penis. Okay. he'll touch the table and then yeah I'm like can you not do that like just touch your head (laughs) I am touching my head (laughs) disgusting I'll be washing his hands after that oh I mean yeah just over the trousers not like (laughs) oh you mean just on the spot yeah okay like you you need to put that in words Joe I thought that was just obvious. He didn't, <laughs> just, he didn't shove his hand down his trousers in the middle of like a supermarket or something. <laughs> be arrested. So there's um, the yeah the salt. There's knocking on wood. 
um, do you avoid cracks in the pavement? I used to when I was younger, but there was far too many to do that. Yeah. And I just couldn't live my life doing that because it's no, just far too it, many. It gets irritating, doesn't it? Though? Yeah. I don't know what else I do. I used to, I used to put on odd socks, and I wouldn't feel right unless I was wearing odd socks. Okay. Um, that mainly came from my grandma trying to pair them together and not being able to see. <laughs> so she'd put the wrong colours and pairs together. So it was your grandma's fault that you and had all that. Eventually, I just said to her, "Just forget it. Just put them in any or any pair." Oh, okay. So I just wore odd socks all the time. Right. And um, like, that, that's supposed to be unlucky, though, isn't it? That unlucky. Odd socks, yeah. Unlucky. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I never felt unlucky. Yeah, that's all right. That's all that matters with these superstitious things. It's like as long as you feel it. It's I always okay. cross my fingers, and yeah. sometimes if I'm really hoping for something, I try and cross my fingers until it happens. Right. But then it, sometimes it's such a long wait that my fingers might come uncrossed or I'm like, I'm like, no. <laughs> like I get scared that I, oh, I have to keep them crossed. And that know? could also be the reason for it not working if your fingers just like slip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, see, I was always in the impression that if you had both uh, both hands of fingers <laughs> crossed, that was unlucky. Can you, you're just trying to mess with me now. I'm, I'm serious, that's what I was told. <laughs> No, only one. Only one. Really? Two is unlucky, yeah. I think it depends on how you're brought up and what sort of... <laughs> what kind of crazy ideas you found are in your house, yeah. yeah. There's definitely some that I don't do, that, like my grandma would say to me. Yeah. Oh, never wear a blue shirt on a Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Why? It's not a real one, but... Oh, okay. Well, don't wear white after whatever day, you know. That kind of thing's very common, That's actually. In Colours of things that you should or shouldn't Don't wear. Don't wear white to a wedding. Don't the Japanese, they have, they wear white ties. They do, they wear, they only wear a white tie on a specific day, and I can't remember which one it is. Um, they wouldn't wear any other colour, or else oh, really? it would be bad luck. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff like that. And there's oh. only so many I can do. Otherwise, it would drive me a bit crazy. I mean, you just wouldn't function properly, would you? If every, no. every single thing you turn into a superstition would be I can't a think... Oh, we should ask me this before, because I'd have thought of them well, it's all right. I, I mean, I actually... I feel a little bit superstitious as I'm drinking from my brand new Nike Walker, walk, water Walker bottle. bottle. So, Jodie thought it would be a good idea to buy me a sports uh, bottle so I could drink more water. Yeah. Um... Something ages I'm, ago. I ages ago, it. yeah. Something I've wanted to do for a while because I think it's easy to get dehydrated and not realise. Mm-hmm. Like you walk around with a headache and wonder why and you haven't yeah. drunk in like two days. Um, but I had a dream <laughs> where my granddad came to me and he said, you need to drink more water. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. That was all the dream was. It was you totally don't remember like, anything else. No, yeah. nothing else. And I woke up and told you, I was like, my granddad's told me I need to drink more water. And then since then, I haven't stopped. But thanks to the the bottle, that's been the... That's the well, vessel that I choose. <laughs> I'd forgotten that I bought Jack um, this water bottle. Hmm. And I found it in the cupboard. And I was... Because it was for his birthday, which is um, coming up soon. Yeah, 30 years old. So um, it was just one of the little things that I'd got him. Yeah. And um, I thought he'd use it, you know. So I got it him. Uh-huh. And um, then when he told me that, I don't know, I just found it in the cupboard. I was like, here's your water bottle. 
Well, I feel... <laughs> you love it now. I do, it's great. I feel you bound feel like now. I feel like I'm, I'm doing a duty. Yeah, like your granddad told you to. My granddad's told me to drink water and there's some kind of reason that he's told me to drink water yeah. for my health, for... I don't know what it is, but, you know. I believe that people can send you a message you from beyond. Yeah, without a doubt. If you, I think if you're willing and you're open to it... Hmm. And you ask for it, I think that they can send you a message. And I think through your dreams is like the least scariest way because you it just feels very like natural and normal. Mm. Like to have a dream about somebody that's passed away. Yeah. It feels very like, well, obviously I'm going to be thinking about that person, you know. Yeah, of course. I mean, I like to, I like to think that they could communicate in that kind of way. And it's funny actually because um, a friend of ours passed away um, kind of soon after we came to Japan, right? Mm. And he always was about traveling. He always wanted to travel. And um, he would have absolutely come to Japan. I'm I'm almost certain of it. Yeah. Um, but he passed away and he told me in a dream, I had this dream of him speaking to my mom. And my mom hasn't been on holiday for a really long time, like 30 years. So... And he was talking to her in my dream and telling her, you must go to Japan and see Jodie. You must go. You must go. Visit now. Go now. Book the tickets now. Right. And if she'd have come then, like, she'd have been already. But because, like, she booked the tickets for, uh, like, like she booked them a while after that. And um, and not long after, but just a little, a little while after. But she'd booked them for, like, a few months, like, six months later or something. Yeah. And then they got cancelled for obvious reasons. Yeah. And now it's almost been a year since they got cancelled. So it's been such a long time. But if, if if that's true, and I like to believe it is, like he had every reason to tell her to go there and then. At that point. Like go now. Yeah, yeah. While you right. can. Well, yeah, I mean. It... And he kept saying that like while you can. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. And I believe that, that that's why he was trying to say you, you must go now. I hope so. I, I would like. I would like to think that people who aren't with this anymore were able to at least talk in that way. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It certainly kept me hydrated for the past <laughs> over long. I've been drinking water. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really special thing with my granddad too, mm. and it was really, really unique experience, and I, I'm I was really like blown away and shocked by it, and. I think that even if it's not true, even if it just was a weird coincidence, I like to think that it it really doesn't matter no. if it was a coincidence or not, or if it like if it's it, what you it, take it, from this. Yeah, it's what than, I took from it. Yeah, and because I'm still here, and I I still have to keep going, right? So regardless, it's like I. I'm going to think of it that way because that's mm. how I'm going to cope with that situation. So I was in a, a car and I'd driven up to this really beautiful view and I was alone and I was lying back in my chair looking at the clouds and that's when it hit me that I'd lost my granddad and it was really emotional, you know, because I can't go home and I couldn't, like, that was it. I, I'd realised that was the last time I'd seen him was the last time. So I started to get upset and I was looking at the clouds and I just said, I know this is silly. Like I said it out loud because I kept thinking it in my head. But I was like, maybe he can't hear me. Maybe I have to vocalise it. So I said, I know this is silly, but granddad, if you 
you're there and you're safe, just tell me that you're okay, just send me a sign. And I was looking desperately at the clouds because it was that perfect like blue day with the cloudies, you know, clouds in the sky. And I was like, anything like a flower or your initials, because he liked gardening, you know, flower. Anything, you know. And then and then just as I'd finished that sentence, somebody started playing a saxophone. And I sat up in my chair so fast, like bolt right. There was no one else at the top of this mountain. There was just a car, another car over there, and a guy playing out towards the mountain, <laughs> playing this saxophone. And it was a really beautiful song. I was so shocked. I just like burst into tears. And I was like, because he, he also loved classical music and went to like many gigs and things, you know many concerts sorry not gigs and um yeah I was just really like that has to be it if I could I, I asked for a sign and that has to be it like there is not a soul on the top of this mountain and he wasn't there when I laid down in my chair and I couldn't see him either from where I was lying down yeah. it was just freaky that it happened like that and he played the song once and then I got out my phone and I recorded it because he played it again and then weirdest thing he just got in his car and drove off that was it that was it it was like he came up there to play that song for me because my granddad had told him to and then he'd gone or he just something compelled him to come and play two songs and then drive off i mean look if ever he could send you a sign that would probably be one of the best signs that he could have sent and i can't explain to you like it was in the summer so the mountains were beautiful like green and the sky was so blue and and it just the entire view was stunning mm. and a lot of people come up to this point to like have like stay and look at the view and stuff and um but there was no one there that day and except that guy except that guy yeah and you of course and all i could see was him like playing and then the view behind him and it was just unbelievable like unbelievable and i don't care you can tell me that i'm crazy or that that's wrong or that's impossible but what I took from that gave me peace of mind and mm. made me able to, you know, compose myself and think, well, you know, he's okay then. Because, I mean, yeah. because how else am I going to carry on? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, you know, like, as we said before, it, it really doesn't matter what the, like, the other implications of it are. The only thing that matters is the, the way that it affects you. Yeah. And the way that you're able to just interpret that thing and then be at peace yeah with you know the way that you move forward but that's a really um it's a nice nice yeah. thing to have happened and I didn't I'm not the type of person that like would post that kind of thing on Facebook or it's quite a personal story and I didn't tell anybody for a while because I thought no one's gonna believe me or no like it's it, that was for me that was my message but then I thought if it really was a message by any sort of chance then I think I should tell the rest of my family so yeah. that they know, you know. Well, they might get some comfort from that too. Right? Yeah, so I did and I was like, you're not going to believe me but this is how I feel and this is what happened and, um, yeah, they were very emotional about it. They yeah, can also imagine. believed it, yeah. Wow. So. Very, very interesting. Um, I think let's... End the podcast there. That was a, a nice. Don't you think that's a bit sad? No, I, I don't <laughs> think so. I, I, I think it was quite. It's quite meaningful, actually. It the is the nice. point of it is, it's not so much about the, 
it's not so much about loss, which is mm. as terrible as that can be. It's about the way that you move forward from those losses and yeah. the things that you take from them, you know, because um, it's one of the things you have to bear in mind is that the, the, the good things that those people leave behind, that the reason that they you share those moments with people is that so you take them on into the future yeah. to share with other people. So, you know, that's, that's nothing but a good thing in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what's Jody's revelatory <laughs> moment of the week? That felt um, kind of quite revelatory, I've got to say, Joe. Oh, really? Yeah. What's your I guess that caption then, of just, the week? Um, if you feel some sort of way about somebody that's passed, um, then, and you didn't say something to them that you wanted to say, then you should just say it out loud when you're alone and, you know, when you feel... Um, when you feel like it's right, you know. I think people do that anyway, like when they go to... In their own way, yeah. But I I, I, I guess you do feel kind of, um, not silly, but you feel a bit, you know, it's a little yeah. awkward or... But imagine if they, if there is an... Like, no one really knows, but imagine no, if there not. is an afterlife and you can, your loved one can sit next to you. Yeah. And can be with you, but you just don't know. But also, I think you should tell your loved ones here that you love them mm. because I think people go their whole life sometimes without telling people what they really think of them yeah and I think you should tell people what you really think of them yeah it's very important because sometimes you, you're not able to say those things and you know yeah. it's too late then so or you feel silly or you know or you don't know how they're going to be received I think we're both incredibly lucky that both of our families are very loving and we do say love you all the time but yeah you're right it's like even friends of mine i know they don't have that same relationship yeah. with their own their own parents you know or family so no, true. yeah if you're listening to this and you you aren't so lucky or you don't have a great family situation like you know just try and build up some courage to tell the people that you want to that you love them i guess yeah Get it off your chest. Tell people, tell them how you feel. Yeah, because yeah, and uh, things can only get better from there. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for joining us for episode twenty-five of our weird life. Um, you can subscribe to our. What can you subscribe to? You can join our. <laughs> <laughs> you can join our Twitter page, which is at our weird life pod, and our Facebook page our weird life podcast we now have an instagram, instagram. which we've started posting on uh, that is at our weird life pod so please go there um and follow the page and uh, become part of the our community. community it's getting better isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you can obviously also listen to us on uh, spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts and we currently host on the platform Podbean. So you can hear us there too. Uh, we release new episodes every Sunday. So if you like what you hear from this episode, we'll see you next week for a brand new podcast. Any, any final words, Joe? I already said it, but yeah, thank you if you do subscribe and listen every week. It really does mean so much to us. And yeah, it's nice to know people are listening. It is very nice indeed. Okay, have a great week. See you all soon. Bye. Bye.